another episode of Married Millennials on Mics. I'm Chris. I'm Arielle. And now the title of the podcast actually legally makes sense because we're married. Woo! Finally, before we were, yeah, we were engaged millennials on Mics. But that, just, it just wasn't as catchy. We like we like a good alliteration. But yeah, we finally got married uh, a week ago. Yeah. And I can't believe it's already been over a week. And uh, it was it was great. It really was. It really was. I feel so lucky, you know. Uh, I feel, yeah, I just, there was so much stress. And I, I mean, that's common, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I look back and I have nothing but positive feelings about our wedding. No, yeah, it all went like pretty much perfectly. Um, I know everyone was really worried about what, what ended up happening with the weather. Um, everyone was worried. Uh-huh, yeah. It wound up holding out. We got no rain, perfect temps. No one saw that coming. Well, so you had been checking the weather forecast obsessively for 13 days. Yeah, I know, because you made our last episode an intervention, which yes. I feel like is a little rude, but it's fine. Yes, well, it didn't work uh, because <laughs> you kept checking it the entire weekend. It was supposed to rain pretty much every time you checked it for yeah. that, that almost two-week period, including the morning of our wedding. It was supposed to thunderstorm during our ceremony, yeah. right? And now we wanted to do an outdoor ceremony, so there was a rain plan, but plan A was still to be completely outside. But I think around, what, like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, the... Uh, the iPhone app or the weather app yeah. on the iPhone was just like, you know what? Nah, forget the rain. Yeah. We're done. And like, it was weird because around that time of the morning, mm-hmm. um, I went outside for a little bit just to like get out of the chaos of hair and makeup and just sort of like take a few deep breaths. And it was really humid. Like yeah. it felt like for that humidity to break, it was going to need to rain. Sure. But somehow that humidity still kind of broke and it didn't rain. Yeah, and it was, I didn't know this. Apparently, overcast is better for photos. Yeah. I was told, and it was overcast most of the day. And on top of that, the sun came out in the evening just in time for sunset photos. Yep. So, uh, no notes when, when it comes to Mother Nature. I'm really happy with uh, everything we received. <laughs> um, there, there were definitely a lot of things that I think for that, that we could almost at this point suggest to other couples who are getting yep. married that we think went really well. There's other things that, we would probably have done differently that now mm-hmm. from this vantage point, we can say maybe consider this as well. And then also later in the episode, we're going to talk about the very real wedding blues yeah. that I didn't really expect no, to happen. Me either. Uh, both kind of hit us hard and certain ways you can kind of help yourself or at least that have worked for me. I don't know if any of these have worked for you yet, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe you have some, some, some tips. Let's start with what went well. Okay. Um, I think having a welcome event mm-hmm. the day before your wedding was really, really nice to get a chance to spend more time with guests, especially the ones who are traveling from very far away, who at the wedding, you get to see maybe for like a few minutes. I mean, there's so many people at the wedding. Yeah, and I, and I also think like, I love a dance floor. Yeah. And we kept saying, like going into the wedding, we were like, we want just like a vibey dance floor. Like we yes. want it to be like such a fun party and like we want to be able to participate in that. Right. And we did. But oh, if we yes. hadn't had a welcome event, mm-hmm. I do feel like I probably would have felt pressured to spend less time on the dance floor right. scream singing to early 2000s songs um, <laughs> and instead would have been doing a little bit more like making the rounds, making small talk, catching Smooth. up with like family friends who I hadn't seen in a while who right. didn't want to be on the dance floor, which is great. Our venue allowed for a lot of different places for people to hang out. Yeah. But I was able to have the experience that I wanted without feeling like... I didn't spend quality time with each and every one of our guests yes. because all of those people were there mm-hmm. on Saturday where we were just at a park and chilling and like 
Yes. All I wanted to do was talk to my mom's childhood friends about, you know, their lives. We, like that was literally how I wanted to spend that day. Our, so I think there's a lot of different definitions of welcome event. I mean, that can yeah, sound like true. a million different things. It doesn't have to break the bank. We got a, a park shelter mm-hmm. um, here in Rochester. And, you know, we just put some like table covers, you know, over the, the park tables to make it look a little bit fancier. Got some food, got some drinks. And then we spent like four hours just playing can jam and cornhole with yeah. with people and just hanging out and there wasn't I mean there was food but there wasn't like there was no meat. It was like light bites in the afternoon bites. and and uh and I loved it. Uh yeah. and we also yeah so we we had a adults only wedding but some kids were able to come to that too so it was nice to you know have full families there. Um and it was just yeah I just I, I was not on board with that at first. When you yeah, first suggested I it I was like I don't know. You got the rehearsal dinner. You got the welcome event. You got the wedding itself. Like, I felt like it was too much. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm infinitely glad that we did that. And something that we did, which I know you were also a little bit hesitant about at the beginning, but it's something I had seen done before, is we had a Sunday wedding. Yeah. We did our rehearsal dinner Friday night and then our welcome party on Saturday. So we sort of spread it out. So the people in the wedding um, or like the super close family mm-hmm. um, and family friends and from out of town did have three days worth of programming. Sure, it was a lot. Which was kind of a lot, but I still think that was nicer than like doing the welcome party all day on Saturday and then taking that subset of people to dinner and sort of being like, okay, well, thanks to everyone else who showed up to the park. We got to go to this like exclusive dinner now. If you want to come for drinks later, you can. Well, that's always awkward. I've been on the other end of that where, yeah, where exactly. people have had a welcome event and then they've kind of said, hey, bye. We're yep. going to the nice dinner and you're not you're not invited. And it always is kind of like, eh, all right, fine, whatever. Like, yeah. I, it, it almost feels like, and this is not the case, but it almost feels like with the rehearsal dinner, uh, the people who aren't invited, you almost want them to like not know what exists. Exactly. They know what exists. They know what exists, but you don't want it to feel like this like very, yes. especially like when there's overlapping like, like front or like when part of a friend group, for example, is maybe coming to the dinner yeah. and part of it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like certain cousins are coming and certain cousins aren't, or like whatever. It's like a weird, you just delicate. It's like dance. everyone knows. Everyone knows who's in the wedding. Obviously, yeah. it's pretty obvious. Like whatever. Well, they're but, literally on display yeah, at the wedding. Yeah. But it's super. It is a little weird when it's like everyone's hanging out and having a great time. Then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm going to take you, 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 and you. And I'm sorry, you're not on the team. Right. Right. And we're going to go. But I loved like it. It spread the weekend out. I felt like it took. Basically, by 1 p.m. on Friday, when we were, like, getting ready to go to the to the rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. I had gotten my nails done that morning. Mm-hmm. There was nothing else we could possibly do. We had, like, prepped ahead of time, which I'll get to as a tip. Um, <clears throat> and, like, it was sort of like, okay, we're turning on the switch. The wedding's here. And, like, I was really relaxed for the rest of the weekend because it felt like once we dove into, like, rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, now we have a full weekend of programming and I don't even have time to focus on like things that could or could not go wrong on Sunday. And I'm just going to be in the moment and sure. interact with the people. And it was nice because then the rehearsal dinner got to spend really good quality time with like the smaller group of people that were there, which meant at the welcome party, mm-hmm. I could focus on a lot of the other people. Like I right. feel like I got to have really good conversations with every single person that we invited. Which, which was important to me because every, I mean, we invited the people who are closest to us, you know, to, to the wedding and to, you know, these various, we we wanted to share this special weekend with the people Mm -hmm. that we love. Right. So it was great to actually spend time with them. Everyone always says it's a blur. That was like one of the number one things people said, Oh, it's a blur. Enjoy every moment. And I think it kind of helped to have multiple days. A hundred percent. And again, I I don't want to discount that uh, for people, you know, we did kind of ask for people to show up 
you know, for a lot of things. Um, but it was it was special for us, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it was I hope that they had a good time. And I would hope that it sort of makes it a better experience for them, too, because I've also been on the end of someone who's traveled in for a wedding. Yeah. And oh, yeah. the only activity is the wedding. Yeah. And so. You're glad you're there, but mm-hmm. you spend two seconds with the person that you came in to see. And that's fine because they're running around. Yeah. Like a chicken. Yeah. The, the, we went to a few. We, we, went to, we went to several out of town weddings we last to year. Like seven. And <laughs> we, we traveled pretty far. Um, and it, But yeah, we did not get to see the people that got right. married very much. Not their fault. It's just it's no, the it's nature kinda of just the nature of these things. So I'm I'm hopeful that yeah. in the same way that we are really thankful that we had that time with people that they also feel that way. Yeah. I hope like, so oh, well. we traveled in and we got to mm-hmm. like just like hang out with Ariel and Chris and like on a day where there was a lot less pressure and like no cameras in our faces yeah. and like no yeah. one was pulling us in seven different directions. We could just hang. Right. That is my hope as well. So I highly recommend the, the welcome event. I also highly recommend taking time off before the wedding. Yes. We took a few days. We, well, so we, we got a bonus day off because we got married right after 4th of July, yeah. like, you know, going into that. So you had that, that day off and because 4th of July this year was on a Tuesday, it was very easy to take Monday off. Um, I didn't take Monday. you. You didn't, but, but I, it was very easy for me to, and then having a few other days off in there just to kind of like just plan, prep, organize, which is another tip that I think really helped us. Yeah. We're not experts by the way, in any of this, but this is stuff that helped us. Oh no, we are now. Now that we've gotten oh, married, we? we're experts. Yeah. Okay, good, now good, we good. can be like that cashier at Target who was giving me wedding planning advice because both her daughters and grandkids had gotten married. Yeah, exactly. Which means so, you know everything. Yeah. yeah. So we can be those people now. But having, having the time to be organized and to basically for that week prior to our wedding, planning, prepping, preparing for the wedding was my job. Yeah. And it was great because by the time that Friday hit for the rehearsal dinner, I felt like I felt ready. Well, exactly. And that's sort of what I mean by like, we could just flip that switch on. Like yeah. we literally had boxes that were just labeled like to mm-hmm. the point where like we still did a lot of the like actual transporting of those boxes. Yeah. But technically we could have left our house, hired like a mover. Right. And been like, and it would have been clear yeah. which boxes were going where. Right. And that, yeah, it just meant that we didn't have to do a lot of thinking or like, like once we turned that switch on, we could just enjoy it. Yeah. And then day of too, like, I think we've talked about how I have some control issues in the past and maybe I'm not Uh very good at delegating. Yeah. But because of the way that everything was packed and prepped showing up to the venue Mm -hmm. and I did trust our day of coordinator, but like still, she was great. Like everything was like, Someone who had never set up for an event before could have followed the instructions that we had in each box Mm -hmm. and still made sure that everything was set up perfectly. And like, I was really impressed. Like, I mean, not surprised, but impressed when like, I sort of did my like quick little like walk around just to see. And like all the signage was exactly where we wanted it to be. Like everything Mm -hmm. was set up exactly how we wanted it to be because we had been really careful about putting things in the right boxes. Like when my photographer showed up, I was getting hair and makeup done and she was like, do we know where like the flats are to photograph? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, they're in the box labeled flats over there. She was like, great. I need nothing else from you. Do, you. do you think for our coordinator, do you think we were ever annoying because like we were, we were very like, we want this, 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 and here's this, this Whereas like, and she knew what she was doing. Do you ever think that she felt like we were stepping on her toes? No, I think the only time that she thought we were annoying is that time I accidentally yelled at her over email. Cause I hadn't looked at the spreadsheet oh, correctly. Yeah. yeah. So that was on me. Yeah. You had just, just a, a quick, just about that. Yeah. 
essentially Ariel didn't realize she misread something on uh, the wedding like portal that we had with the coordinator. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, you kind of not kind of you snapped at her. I did. Uh, I reamed her out and then basically told her she was bad at her job. And then it turned out it was my fault. And then it was your fault because you just hadn't looked in the right spot where she had done everything exactly how uh-huh. you had asked. Yeah. So but I'm sure it's not the worst. Thing I sent an exp- apology. Yeah. I was like, sorry, crazy yeah. bride one week out. And she was like, don't worry, I've seen worse. So <laughs> I think we were fine. I, I think they'd rather us. Like also being someone who's, I don't work in the wedding industry, but in the events industry, mm-hmm. when you're, if it's your event, like if our wedding coordinator was planning her own event yeah, and someone random, like a guest mm-hmm. was telling her what to do, you'd be like, go away. Mm-hmm. But if your job is to create an experience that reflects someone else's vision, yeah, the more information that they can provide in a way that's structured and like makes right. sense that's not right. just like yelling like shouting directives from a balcony mm-hmm. that's going to make your life a lot easier because then you know what you're trying to do and you're going to have a happy client right i do agree i yeah i agree uh but there were times that i felt like am i being annoying but <laughs> uh another thing that i highly recommend if you can do this is have somebody in your inner circle in our case, it was your father, rent a very large oh, yeah. passenger van. He rented a 12-person passenger van for the whole weekend. And it came in handy in multiple ways, yeah. mainly for transporting things because we, we just we had a lot of boxes of stuff with you know the, the table decor and stuff like that. Uh, he also transported people. Yeah. It was one of those things where originally we had a— we had a group of people going to the venue, which was like a half an hour away. Yeah. And it didn't make a lot of sense for everyone to go separately. And like two of the girls in the wedding party live really close to my parents. So I was like, yeah. oh, maybe you can all drive together. And I hadn't thought about like space in that car because we were bringing most of the like stuff stuff. Yeah. And we didn't have a DIY wedding and we rented a lot of stuff from the venue. So like. But we still had a lot of things. Well, that's the thing. It ended up being a lot more things than I, in my brain, thought it would be. Like cornhole yeah. and can jam. And so when my dad was like, us. maybe I'll just rent a vehicle. First of all, I did not understand how large of a vehicle he was going to rent. Ooh. But we all thought it was kind of silly. Like when he showed up to the rehearsal dinner with this 12 person passenger van and like right. nothing to transport. But oh my gosh, I don't know what we would have done without it and like we had leftover food to bring back from various things yes. and like well especially the the welcome event was 100 percent diy that's true so like my car was completely full taking stuff there and then home so it was essential to have i mean he took all the garbage which if he's listening thank you again for taking yeah. the garbage that's not fun um i had no room in the car for the garbage right you know all these things huge yeah. hack huge hack yeah really helpful if you can yeah i mean yeah. He also wore a really cute little uh, chauffeur hat, which I also would recommend just for like the joy it brought everyone. I think those things should come like the rental should come with a chauffeur hat like that. Yeah. As part of the rental. I just think leaning into the bit always, always makes for a better experience. Not everyone does a first look. Mm-hmm. I I can't recommend it enough. I, I loved it. Yeah. It, it, it was, I don't know, just. It was a hard pivot. Oh sure, I don't know. We got we got things to get through here. <laughs> listen, listen, this is a podcast. We're not going to waste people's time here. We're already fifteen minutes in. Um, what well, do you have more to say about the passenger van? No, no, I don't. Um, I thought the first look was so special. Yeah. When did when did that become invented? I don't know. I could have done some more research, I guess, on first looks. Um, I have no idea. I know, and I'll take this actually a step further. I know that people have 
various feelings on when you should see your or not see your bride slash groom. Sure. Yeah, on the wedding day. We personally don't really buy into that. Our wedding day went pretty perfectly and we had seen each other that morning. Sure. Um, but to each, you know, like whatever, right. you know, you subscribe to is great for you. Yeah, great. Um, I felt like the whole day got set up in like a less stressful manner because mm-hmm. we did spend the night together in our own home mm-hmm. and sort of were able to like almost like pretend it was just like a normal day like yeah. in terms of like sleeping and like a morning routine and like whatever. I never sleep well at well, not never, but usually the first night in a hotel, I don't sleep no, as well. No, me either. So I wanted to sleep in my own bed. Yeah, and we would have had to like pack stuff and like whatever. Right. So I feel like that set it like set it up nicely. Like you drove me and my maid of honor to the Yeah. To the venue. Like we kind of had this like cute moment of like saying goodbye and then being like, okay, well next time I see you, it'll be like time for the wedding. Right. You cried instantly. I did cry instantly. And like at that point I was like in pajamas with my hair and like a bun on the top Mm -hmm. of my head. Like I was clearly not like in bridal mode, Mm -hmm. but it was sort of, I don't know. I feel like I would have been almost anxious if like I hadn't seen you that whole day. And then the next time I was seeing you Mm -hmm. was like to get married. You were even texting me after I dropped you off. I know. I missed you. Yeah. I missed you too. Yeah. I, I was afraid I'm, you were going to run away. Well, <laughs> just kidding. I, no, you weren't. I'm glad that we had that moment, though. The first look moment. Well, I, yeah. I don't know. I, it just, I mean, when you don't have that, the first look is when you would walk down the aisle. You just get to savor it. Well, that's sort of, I was, I was sort of going to get there with my, like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think that then it made it really special and it was sort of about us. And, like, our parents were there and our wedding parties were there. Mm-hmm. But it was a moment for us. And we did get to savor it and we got to, like, take time to, like, take it in. Yeah. But then it did also mean like, I mean, I still cried the whole way down the aisle, but you did. <laughs> there were so many tears. There's a lot of pictures so of many, you. I'm, a, I'm ugly crying in every photo from our wedding, but it's uh-huh. okay. It's fine. Yeah. It, they were all happy tears. It's yeah. not like I was like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. Right. I was just very emotional. Okay. <laughs> um, but I do feel like it, I wasn't nervous walking down the aisle. Cause it was like, we've already, we've already like, seen each other and like had this moment and like right said some things yeah i was just crying i wasn't nervous for any of it actually surprisingly i was like very very butterfly-ish walking out for the first look were you yeah i was not nervous at all for that but i I was just excited you were kind of just standing there and you didn't know what to like it like i had to like do this whole like entrance walk Sure, sure. And they had it all like staged for the photos, but also right. it was like the first time I was really walking in my dress and like- That makes sense. I felt like there were a lot of eyes on me. I forgot there was anybody else there Yeah, well, because the you, you had your back to them too. So when I came out, like I was, everyone was making eye contact no, with I know. me. And I was like, ah. sure. And then I was like, what if, he, what if he hates my dress? Seriously? I don't know. You think I would hate your dress? No, you looked incredibly beautiful. <laughs> you looked you looked also. unbelievably beautiful. I knew everybody was there because I walked out with everybody. Yeah, that's to, true. to stand up there. But then, yeah, during that first look, I really honestly forgot anybody else was there. Mm-mm. And then it was almost jarring. Then when they're like, "All right, we're gonna go take photos," and then I, you know, see my parents like crying. You know, just yeah. like, "Oh, we love you," and your parents, you know. And then my groomsmen videotaping, and yeah, it was it was a special moment. So I do recommend it if if you're listening and you're like, I'm on the fence if I want that. Oh yeah, I would 100% great. recommend a first look. 
the last thing I have on the tips here mm-hmm. uh, is not drinking too heavily or even at all before yeah. the ceremony. You didn't drink at all, did you? Well, you you had, I had a mimosa. One mimosa. I didn't have a single drop. Now, mine wasn't because I didn't want to be intoxicated. Mine was I was worried I'd have to pee mm. during photos and the ceremony. That's also because when I drink, it hits me hard. Yeah, mine was uh, well. Actually, I barely drank at our wedding, which was not intentional at all. Mm-hmm. I had always intended on not drinking much before like the first look and the photos and the ceremony. Mm-hmm. I wound up just like having so much fun and like living in the moment and like, oh yeah, the adrenaline high lasted for like a solid 24 hours after the ceremony for me. And then I crashed really you hard, crashed really hard. Um, but adrenaline's a hell of a drug. So uh, I was doing great. I was thriving, but I would, I don't know. Like it makes me like, I look back on this moment and it is all kind of a blur. Yeah. But I would feel I don't know, like sad. Like I've definitely heard stories of like brides and grooms either being super drunk or super hungover or super whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like you sort of miss this moment that you can never get back and it's going to be a blur Mm -hmm. anyways. Yeah. So like in my mind, do everything you can to be as in the moment as possible. And I totally like I had a mimosa to like take the edge off some of those butterflies. I think you needed that. I needed that. Yeah. I needed that. And it was also something to do that was not either trying to get in the way of the coordinator or um, push-up contests, which was something that was happening in the bridal oh, suite. Fun again, adrenaline. Right, really a lot of adrenaline. We were right. doing line dances and push-ups, but once I had my hair and makeup done, we were given strict instructions that we were not allowed to work out anymore. Only you and your wedding party would need those instructions. Yeah, my dudes weren't doing squats. They were drinking. That's actually what they were doing as yep. we were getting ready. Yeah, it's, it's one or the other. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I uh, I had a decent amount of alcohol, but not until the late like late hour. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it wasn't until I realized that the bar was closing in thirty minutes that I was like, I have time to make up for. I hadn't yeah. been, I hadn't drank as much I don't as I wanted to. I think I to. got my money's worth off the open bar at oh. this wedding, and that's the this that's probably the first wedding I've ever attended. Yeah. No, that's not true. This is the second wedding I've ever attended that I would say that the monies on the open bar I might not have fully used. The I other think, one was the one where it turned out I had COVID, but I didn't know. Oh, yeah, that was a whole separate thing. Um, <laughs> I, I think I got our money's worth, though. Well, not just myself, but also I so the bar closed at 930. I discovered they had a sign out that said 915. The bar closed. I know that's their trick to try and like weed people down. But guess what? Yeah. We paid until 930. And we our, were going to use it. Yes. And our guests are rule followers. So I was asking people, I was like, do you want another drink? And they're like, no, the bar's closed. It's 915. So I went, I made a point of going around the venue yeah. to all the people who I knew would drink up a lot. And I said, bar closes in five minutes, uh, just in case you want something. And the bar was packed between 925 and 930. Guess what? We paid for an open bar for five hours. Yeah. We got five I know, hours. I don't like that like weird trickery. I didn't like it. And I think uh, it's uh I think it's scammy. Yes. Um we should we should talk about some things though that yep. we would suggest that you don't do or that you do differently based on yes. our experience. The, you, you go ahead. Do you want to start? Uh yeah. So <laughs> we did a great job of taking time off before the wedding. Mm-hmm. We did a terrible t- job of taking time off after the wedding. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, we're not doing our honeymoon until August, which I'm which I'm still on board yes. for because we wanted 100%. to take time to plan that separately and well, take a little bit of a break to um and we want to get like our lives in, or- lives in order. Honeymoon, like yeah. not like a resort type of honeymoon where like I feel like that could be nice. Like oh, like, let's just go to a resort for a few days right. after the wedding. Right. But like I didn't want to be like schlepping around Italy the day after I danced for three and a half hours, right? Which I did do. My legs really hurt. 
um, after the wedding. But um, we don't, didn't take any time off after the wedding. We took the, the day after the wedding off. But does that even count? Because then we like went to brunch and we were still like doing yeah. wedding stuff. Yeah. And like, then I almost then feel like that was still part of the wedding weekend. It was jarring to be back at work on Tuesday because we had a Sunday wedding. Yeah. So Monday was off. So then Tuesday to be like checking email and having, you know, it was weird. Like people were like, oh, congratulations. By the way, I need that, uh, you know, can you send me the TPS reports or whatever? Yeah. You know, um, which is not a real thing I actually deal with. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was bizarre. It was weird. And it was like the high was super high. And then it was all of a sudden back that, to reality. I think it was probably like around, it was like 930 a.m. on Tuesday or something like that. Um, we had had a team call. There was a new girl that joined the team and she made some comment about how like she'd met everyone over the last week. She joined mm-hmm. while I was out. Um, and like something like that. And I messaged her and I was like, actually we haven't met like super excited to whatever. And she was like, Oh, they told me you got married this weekend. I just assumed you were still off. Yes. And I was like, Nope, I'm here. So like we had like our cute little one-on-one check-in. Like it was lovely, but she was like, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't see you like on the call and like, yeah. I just assumed you'd be off all week. Like basically like, what are you doing here? And there was something, I think I was already feeling like the post-wedding blues. I was mm-hmm. exhausted. My body hurt, like all of these things. And then for like someone to basically be like, what are you doing here? I was like, yeah. Oh, we, we did this. We did this wrong. Yeah. We did this wrong. No one expected us to show up today. I'm like pushing through like, yeah, the amount of people that were like, I thought you would be on an island somewhere right now. Like, why? I got this several times. Why, why are you here? Well, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I found myself asking, why am I here? Exactly. Can I, does that mean I can go? Like, can, <laughs> can I just get the day off now? Yeah, there's just, there's just something about yeah. enough people being like, well, we didn't expect to see you. Yeah, but super. I'm like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely would recommend that. And then I think that ladders into, like, we were not expecting it to come down to hit as hard as it did. And I know part of that's just like people leaving town. You have everyone that you love together in one place, but also like the buildup to a wedding like this is emotionally and mentally exhausting. Mm -hmm. There's so much that went into it. The day of is emotionally and physically exhausting. Like to be honest, like you're on your feet for hours and hours and hours. And like the social bandwidth and like I have a high social bandwidth but that was still like it's, it's a lot next for, level for everybody yeah and like the crash was hard yeah like yes physically mentally emotionally my body was like and we need to shut down now but then it was like no no but I have 356 emails to get through that's, so we can't shut down right now that's too many emails um a couple other quick things that we should have done yeah I think we should have boarded our dog the whole weekend Mm-hmm. We boarded her just the the day before our wedding, so we dropped her off like the morning of the day before. But we had, you know, we had the rehearsal dinner, uh, you know, the two days before, and we got home very late for that. So you know, it we probably would have stayed out later if we didn't have to take her out. Yeah, and it wasn't fun for her to have to. We were we were home late, you know, yeah. so her routine was off. So having, I think, having less things to worry about. There's people there that we pay to take care of her very well. We didn't need to to do that. Yeah. You know, so I, I would have suggested that to myself. Yeah. Looking back. I think it it's just like anything that you can possibly do in those like few days leading up to the wedding to take anything that's not wedding related off your plate. Yeah. I'd recommend doing. Yeah. People kept having to say to me like, oh, like we, you don't have to do this. Like we can do this. And like, I think as a, 
as a planner. That's hard mm -hmm. for me, like, you know, to do. But yeah, let people do stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah, you should enjoy the day. I definitely got days. better at that as we got closer to the wedding. Yeah. Like a few months ago, I was like, I will not really lose control of anything. Right. And then like, by like the, the welcome party, mm -hmm. I was like, well, I ordered things for it and I will show up on time. Right. When it starts. Right. It'll be fine. When it comes to the weather forecast, do not obsess over it. We've talked about uh -huh. this a lot. This but feels targeted. Yeah, it's very targeted. I'm looking right at you. The weather forecast will change. It might not change in your favor, but it's going to change. As we mentioned, it changed even the morning of. So I would say don't obsess because it, it's, it's literally a waste of your energy. Yeah. Except you should be prepared for anything. Be prepared and then set it and forget it. Say, yeah. Like, and we, we did that a little bit. We bought we brought some uh, or we bought some clear umbrellas that we could have used for photographs if we wanted to still be outside. But that's all you can do. You have a rain plan and you say, fine. Yeah. I think probably in general and like it's obviously easier, easier to dish this advice than to take it. Mm -hmm. But plan B's are important. Also understanding there are things that are out of your control. Sure. And being like, I don't know. I think just like being like, I have planned everything that I can possibly plan. Mm -hmm. And I have a plan B for, you know, if it rains or something like that. But then like relinquishing a little bit of that, like obsessing over all the things that could go wrong that like mm -hmm. you literally cannot control. Well, yeah, I spent that, a lot of time obsessing about things that I absolutely could not control. But that, but that last piece is important. The stuff you can't control. I'm okay with obsessing over things if it makes you prepared. Well, exactly. And then that preparation can lead to relaxation. That's like if there was a tagline for my life, it's like preparation leads to relaxation. Yeah. I, I can relax. The more I prepare, the more comfortable I feel. Yeah. But yeah, there, there is a point where you can't do anything else. Yeah. There was a, after the wedding, I think this might be the last thing I have on my list of, mm -hmm. of uh, things we would do differently that you and I both agreed on. So we didn't make it to every table. Yeah. When it comes to like the whole classic, we're talking to the people at the tables. We would have done that differently. Yeah. I think it, so from what I've heard is most people don't make it to every single table. We had like 18 tables and 45 minutes to do this. Um, tip of something I think we did right, though, is we did eat before we made rounds. You got it. I think eat. I would have passed out otherwise. People say they don't eat. You How? I don't understand. I would have died. I w literally would have died. Um, I think there is a little bit of a generational thing with the like, both the expectation for you to come to their tables and also just like who you're going to see on the dance floor throughout the night. Mm -hmm. We tried to do the tables in like chronological order, which wound up meaning that mm -hmm. it was like sort of all over the map of like our friends, our like yeah. our family and like which family friends and like the older generation and whatever. Made sense because we were trying to just literally go around well, the exactly. room. Exactly. I think what I would have done differently is popped around mm -hmm. and prioritized the tables of people who were older who probably weren't going to be on the dance floor, who probably were going to leave a little earlier mm -hmm. um, and make sure we went to those tables yeah. instead of like going to the table of girls who were all also my bridesmaids and I'd spent the whole morning well, with and we're going to be dancing all night. Yeah, and also those tables we spent way too much time at. Like, right, if, because if you really, then they were chattier. Right, and, they were chattier. And like if you broke it down based on how much time we were spending at those tables, like, yeah, we, we wasted time talking to people that we were, yeah, that we talked to before and way more after yeah. as well. So yeah, there's there's a strategy yes, that we, we messed up we on. We didn't strategize, right? So I, th I still think we talked to everybody at the wedding. 
I definitely talked to. I tried to. I think I talked to every single person at the wedding at varying levels of yeah. how long those conversations were. Um, and people were good. Like the people who did leave earlier all, I'm pretty sure, found us. Which was nice of them. So like, but that also allowed yeah. for like a, oh, you're heading out. Like I will step away from the dance floor and I'll yeah. have a conversation with you. Right. And like, thank you for coming. So like, yeah. I think we had all the same conversations we would have had. Probably. But it just, yeah. Had I realized that we'd only make it through half the room, we could have game planned a little bit differently. I find the table talking so awkward though. It I know. Feels well, so... you originally didn't want to do it at all. No, no, no. I never suggested that we weren't going to do it. I just told you, I was like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I, I knew we had to, but I was like, I like, I like organic conversations. I know it feels like pe they're having their own conversation, and then you're just like crashing, like, "Hey guys, no, look you at do." Us. And there's always that awkward. You like put your hand on their shoulder, and you're like, "Hi, hey people, hey, yeah. you know, let's let's have a conversation." On that note, though, another thing. So we had put, and we haven't gotten our wedding photos back. No. So there's a chance that like I'm wrong, but I do wonder or worry if we're missing photos of certain people. We had put on our shot list that we wanted the photographer to like go table to table. Yeah. Overall, I really loved our photographer. Oh, she was great. But and that her second did shoot. not happen. Yeah. And I do worry that like because of that, there are people that like weren't photographed or like groups yeah. of people that maybe weren't. Um, and what I really would have loved, although I know this is like the opposite of organic is if she had paraded around with us when we went table to table and like did a shot, you're making a face. You hate it. That would have been so I know, weird. It's super weird and awkward. We, we just said how works. awkward we said how awkward it is that we showed up. Just you know, like it's just awkward by design. Being like, hey, people at this table, hey, people at this table, we're gonna have this conversation. That's an obligation. While they photograph yes. us doing it. Yeah. No. Weird. I don't know. Also, you would you would have been upset too because you said we spent 45 minutes doing the tables and not even finishing them. Right. So it's 45 minutes that she's missing organic things happening around. No, the... they weren't photographing during that. Uh, they were doing their vendor meals. Okay. Well, when are they supposed to eat? Well, okay. So this is, this only works if you have multiple shooters. Uh -huh. What I would have liked to see. So we actually had three photographers is them to stagger when they ate. So we always would have had a photographer yeah. shooting, but also they all would have gotten their food obviously. Cause that's important. Right. Um, anyways, that's like, just like a little thing. I guess I'm more annoyed because we had specifically written it down and talked to them about it. I'm not sure that we got all the, yeah, they were know. photographing the whole night. I'm, I think at some point they threw the shot list out the window. Whatever. It's fine. And so, we'll see when we get the photos back. Maybe I'm wrong. It is kind of nice though, that there's this waiting period between the wedding and getting photos back. Like I wouldn't want it to be months, but I think she said six weeks, we'll get our whole album. Mm-hmm. Because I think that will help like relive this moment mm -hmm. and like the sneak previews and we got the photo booth photos like that has all helped with these like post wedding blues that we've been talking mm -hmm. about where you get to kind of like put yourself back there and like it kind of drags out the excitement sure. and that like feeling of joy and like seeing all these people that you spent this time with. And like, right. I don't know, like, especially the candids of us, like we did the horror and we looked terrified, but also like filled with so much joy. And like the first look no, photos were like, I'm mostly ugly crying, but like whatever. You like, felt joy on the horror. I felt terror. Oh no, mostly terror. Okay. But like, it's fun to look back at it now and be mm -hmm. like, well, we didn't die. So. Right. Well, I, I think, I think the photos help you get over that. And I, I don't know, the, the sadness that you've experienced afterwards, I have not experienced it as intensely, but I, I think part of that is because like I've been journaling about the wedding. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I've been looking at a lot of photos, which I know you have been as well. 
Um, and just like, yeah, having those things around the house. Like there's a reason that people put up wedding photos around their house. Yeah. It was like the greatest weekend ever. So like, why not live through it or, you know, relive it forever? I think we used to be like that, like curmudgeonly couple who hadn't gotten married yet, obviously, and didn't really understand how... I don't know how magical of like a day that is. Sure. And like there would be times where like whether individually or together, like you, you know, like it's like, oh, there's so many photos on their walls from this one day or Mm -hmm. like they still have their wedding album out or like their profile picture on Facebook is like seven years old, but it's like their wedding photo. (laughs) And now I'm like, I 100% understand. Yes. Because like, first of all, I don't think I'll ever look prettier. I'll also definitely never pay as much money or put in as much time to also true. look the way I looked. Also true. But like, there is something about like, like even only being a week out, but I can only imagine that grows five, 10 years. You know what I mean? Down yeah. the line. I'm like, I will be that person who posts on our anniversary every single year. And then for Mother's Day, it will be a photo of me and my mom at our, at, like mm-hmm. at our wedding. And for Father's Day, it will be me and my dad at our, like all these things that yeah. you see. And you're like, right. oh my gosh, you have posted about your wedding a lot. I'm like, yeah. I get it now. I right. think I've already done like seven grid posts. Yeah, you've done it. Yeah, and you actually got kind of mad at me because I hadn't posted yet. Um, and like, I'm not I was like, big, what, you don't want to be married to me? Well, no, and it, it, that's like a whole, like, we could do a whole separate podcast about this. Like, this is, I, in my experience, have found this to be a very much like woman versus man thing. But like, you live on Instagram, and I, I am very much a voyeur of it. I'm, like, I post things, but like, I like to just see what people are up to, but uh-huh. I don't post as much as I used to. And I think a lot of women look at their partners not posting about something as meaning they don't care about it. Yes. And I, that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel, I felt like, you know what? I felt like looking at these photos I didn't, and I also I had shared everything you posted. So I felt like, why do I need to repost these things? It's interesting how you saw that in a completely different way. I mean, I didn't think that you meant you weren't excited about getting married. It just felt like you weren't like well, you're, you're, ready to like jump up, up and down and tell shout from the rooftops about it. I've never posted more to my Instagram story then after the wedding. Okay. So that is shouting off the rooftop rooftops. <laughs> but you you could just look at like your bridesmaids all did a, a grid post on Instagram. Zero percent z- of my uh groomsmen, except for may- maybe my best <laughs> but a man. lot of your groomsmen's wives did. Right, exactly. It's just it's just the <laughs> so different So it is like a right, yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. Um we also have a lot of like so we have wooden flowers. And so they're alive still. Actually, no, they're, they're, no, still, never, they're still they're still dead. They're is still what I mean. dead. They've they, never been alive. They came dead and they stayed dead. Mm. Uh, we have them around the house. And just, I don't know, we're just like, we're just like living in it. We're just like living in it. I don't know. Oh, our dog is making an appearance. It's fine. She's basically she still saying, hasn't said congratulations she, yet. So. She hasn't. She's saying the podcast is running too long. That's what she's saying. Come feed me. That's what she's saying. She has already been fed, but she might be right about the podcast being too long. Yeah, it's a long one. Well, we're, <laughs> we're excited. So anyways, um, if you have other tips, tricks that you you know want to share with us that we can share you know next week on the podcast, please do. You can always find us on Instagram at Married Millennials on Mics. And we're, you know, we're back here next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.